This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 732 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Ashley Hancock. Her company, Play on Words Therapy. Ashley, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, thrilled to have you, Ashley. And uh, man, thankful you're around to help uh, with all the wonderful things you are doing. And I know uh, you just go from session to session to session. So fortunately, <laughs> we're able to squeeze you in here. <laughs> so true. Uh, so let's get into Play on Words Therapy. I, lo- I love the... Uh, the name of your company. Uh, Fill us in on what you guys are doing. Thank you. So I'm Ashley. Um, I'm the owner of Play On Words Therapy. Um, We are a pediatric speech language occupational feeding and teletherapy clinic located in Naples. Um, So a lot of people don't know about therapy, really. Um, So for those listeners that don't know, um, speech therapy kind of includes like your production of speech sounds, that would be like kids who don't say ours. So like the the wabbit instead of the rabbit, but it also mm-hmm. works on like reading comprehension, um, answering questions, the social use of language and being able to turn take, um, apraxia of speech, stuttering, so many things. Um, and then we have occupational therapy that works on fine motor skills, such as handwriting, using scissors, um, and then your gross motor skills, which would be like being able to throw and catch a ball or using both sides of your body equally. Then we also have feeding therapy. Um, we work on, uh, we have picky eaters uh, who have just a few foods that they eat. Um, we also have work with kids who have difficulty chewing and swallowing. Um, and then we have teletherapy for it all. So the kids that you know can't come in, um, we service the entire state of Florida and yeah, we're we're very busy. It's a blessing. Wow, boy, boy and you, you guys cover a lot. We do. Jeez, um, I, I, I makes sense, but I've never really heard of feeding therapy before. So, uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, your journey. How did you get into all that? Okay, sure. Um, so I grew up in Kentucky. Um, to be honest, I was the very talkative kid. I was always getting in trouble for talking to my classmates, never paying attention in sports, talking to my teammates. Um, I'm also the oldest of seven. So I just grew up around a lot of children. Um, And so I always wanted to go into healthcare, something, you know, that really helped the community. I just didn't know what it was. Um, Mm. But growing up in small town, Kentucky, I grew up in Lewisport. It's tiny. It had like one stoplight when I lived there. And we just had like a very tight um, connection with everyone in the community. Um, We built connections and I kind of wanted to do that. Once I got into school, I was like, speech therapy has all of my attributes. I'm talkative. I I like to make connections with people. Um, So that's why I chose speech therapy. Um, and then opening a, once I got into it, opening a private practice was always my dream. Um, Hmm. so we just got lucky whenever, um, COVID happened, a lot of therapy clinics and a lot of schools shut down and my phone was ringing nonstop. And so I was actually working somewhere else, but I, I figured now is the time, you know, I personally, it wasn't the best time. I had a four month old and a three year old at home and, the best, it's not the best time to start a business, but I couldn't let these kids go without services that they so desperately needed. So um, I literally just um, rented a tiny office 
And I started seeing clients one-on-one at the beginning of COVID. And since then, we developed and expanded into a huge therapy clinic. And I'm, yeah. it's awesome. And you have quite a team, right? We do. Yeah. So it started out with just me made for long nights because I was the one talking to doctors. I was the one answering phone calls. I was the one doing all the sessions and it was just me for about 10 months. Um, then I um, hired my office manager Paisley, who took a huge load off of me to where I could really focus on expanding the business. Um, and about probably 18 months ago, we um, added occupational therapy, feeding therapy. And then because of COVID, you know, families were very nervous to come in. And so mm. we provided teletherapy through that. And it's, it's been become a big market. Yeah. Wow. How about when it comes to myths and misconceptions uh, in your industry? What do you hear that you can speak to? I have a lot of, there, there are many. Uh, <laughs> Let's buckle up. We have a lot of myths and misconceptions. Uh, so the first one that I want to talk about is that we just play with kids. Um, you come in and it just seems like we're having fun and we're just playing. Right, with right. Um, so, but actually research shows that play is the best way for a child to learn the skills. Um, so play-based therapy has been proven to increase gross motor, fine motor um, skills, along with language, speech sounds. So Yes, we do play, but every session is structured to address your child's goals. So every toy that we pick is structured to address something that we want to target in therapy. Um, that was myth number one. Uh, myth number two is we have a lot of um, family members. You know, your your great aunt will be like, oh, your child, your child's fine. My son didn't talk until he was four um, or or oh, this, the older sibling is talking for them or boys talk later than girls um, or oh, he's just stubborn. I just want to say that your pa- the parents feelings are valid. You know, trust your gut. If you have a concern, don't trust your great aunt Susie get an evaluation. We will always be very honest with you. We have plenty of kids. We're not going to lie to you and say, yeah, get them therapy if they don't need therapy. Um, so if if you are nervous, please get an evaluation and we will um, be honest and provide you with feedback on what you should do next. Um, our, my, my last myth that I would like to address is about teletherapy. Um, we get a lot of parents who don't want to try teletherapy because they think that it's not as effective as in-person therapy. Um, But since COVID has happened, they've done a lot of longitudinal studies um, to to test this. And they've proven that teletherapy is just as effective as in-person therapy. Um, Not only that, it might be a little bit more effective because the parent is present in their home environment and they're able to carry over what you're, you're teaching them to the environment. So those myths that um, I don't want to try teletherapy because it's not as effective. It's just not true. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Maybe a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So how about those few moments you get outside of the practice? What are you doing for fun? Oh gosh. Um, I'm really kind of a homebody to be honest. Um, I have, I have two kids, Hudson and Holland. I spend most of my time with them. Um, I'm kind of a nerd. I like to do puzzles. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't sleep at night because I'm constantly thinking about like not only my patients and what I can do to improve 
um, their therapy sessions, but also just a better way to service the community. Mm-hmm. Um, like we just had held a book drive um, where we collected 500 books and we donated them all to, to, to the children's hospital. They're going to be distributed to um, a bunch of different places. So I'm constantly trying to think of ways to improve the community mm-hmm. and how I can help. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> You're just nonsense. Do you drink coffee? <laughs> Literally only one cup a day. <laughs> I think it is just you. Wow. Yeah, it's just me. <laughs> How about when it comes to a hardship life challenge, Ashley? What comes to mind period of time you were challenged? You got through it. Now looking back, you can say I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Of course. So um, starting, starting a business at the beginning of a global pandemic was... <laughs> not great. Um, you know, I had, I had the need from parents for me to provide therapy, but starting a business, um, as a new business owner was challenging and I'm the one that built the website and I'm the one that's doing all of the work. Um, not only that, the business side of it, but also keeping families healthy and safe as far as like me having to wear a mask, sanitizing all the toys we play with, um, and still have providing effective therapy. That was definitely something that we had to navigate. Um, we came out on the other side. We, I'm very thankful that it all didn't crash and burn. Um, but, you know, no better time than now. It wasn't the best time to do it. But if, if it hadn't have been presented in the way that it was, I'm not sure that I would have ever done it. And now we're very successful. Exactly. Exactly. You know, when it, there is never a best time to open a business because it's all, I mean, the kids get older. It's, and, exactly. exactly. On and on. Oh, I missed that opportunity. Uh, you know, right. So good for you. You made that leap and it, and it is, it's, it's, it is a hardship. Anyone who's opened the business, it's never smooth sailing. It never works out the way you envision. Um, but you know, my goodness, you know, like you, you, you stick to it. You, you, focused and it eventually works out better than you ever. Yes, honestly. Yeah. So that's great. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about play on words therapy? What would that be? Yeah. um, I think that sometimes parents don't want to, to call or, you know, to get therapy because they're, they're worried about being judged. You know, maybe their kids have a lot of deficits or difficulties, difficulties um, and they don't want to be judged. Maybe their kid is on a screen time a lot and they're worried about what their therapist will say. I'll just say that I've been doing this a really long time and play on words. Really, we are a judgment free zone. Um, we've seen hundreds of kids since we've been open. You are never going to surprise us. Um, you know, so please, please make the phone call. Um, when you come in for an evaluation, you're going to get an assessment. The assessment will tell your child's strengths, your child's weaknesses. No two reports are ever the same because no two children are the same. Um, and then we make attainable goals that are going to help the child at home and in school and in therapy. Um, we also have a very open line of communication Um, So I want parents to tell me their difficulties with their child, what they're really struggling with so that we can address them. Just like I'll say, oh, Johnny had a really difficult day today. I want you to work on this at home. So I really just want to always have an open door policy as far as communication between parents. These 
these group of people have become like families, you know, we get invited to birthday parties and, you know, they're not just our patients, they're, they're important to us. Um, our slogan for play on words is um, small business, big heart. And I just feel like that's what it is. You know, we, we do our best to have great relationships. So please call if you're feeling worried about your child, just give us a call. You're, we're not going to judge you. We're going to help. Yeah, you know, that, that having it, uh, three kids, uh, Barb, myself, you know, that peace of mind that you provide. And, you know, I would imagine that the tendency as a parent is to wait, right? Like you started out with this, you know, listen to your Aunt Matilda and, and you know, oh, he's just slow and whatnot. And right. A few more months or a few more weeks. and But at the same time, in the back of your mind, you just go, ah, you know, should I do something? You know, exactly. Yeah. And that not knowing is what just drives you down. Right. So. Yeah. Always trust your mom or dad gut. That's what I always say. You know, um, even sometimes pediatricians, they'll be like, oh, they'll catch up in six months. If you're worried now, what's the point in waiting six yeah. months? Yeah. Six months, you could have done something, exactly. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, I know we have listeners actually who uh, are resonating with your message, want to learn more, want to get in touch, which is the best way for them to do so. So you can visit our website at playonwordspediatrics.com, or you could um, also find us on social media. Um, Play on Words Therapy is on Facebook and then Play on Words Florida, actually Play on Words FL on Instagram. If you want to shoot us an email, our um, email is playonwordsinfo, I-N-F-O, at gmail.com. Um, we are hiring more therapists all the time, um, so we try to keep our wait list short, um, whereas if you go to you know the hospital, the wait list can be 18 months. So um, please give us a call. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, terrific. Well, Important message to get out there, Ashley. Really appreciate again your time and uh, thank you for all the wonderful things you're doing there. Best of luck going forward. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com or call us at 239 224 4105.